you want to know more about us, it's opposingmedia.com. And before we get started, we want to let you all know about a very exciting show coming up Saturday, April 4th, 2015 at the Arlene Francis Center. It's Create Again. Uh, this is an event honoring the memory and musical aspirations of Andy Lopez, a benefit for the music program at Cook Middle School. Uh, it's going to have people like Alex Moss of the Black Angels, BC Fitzpatrick, Darwin, Silent Pictures, Survival Guide, Ashley Allred, and more to be announced. $15 advance, $20 at the door. Go to indiegogo.com and search Create Again for special ticket offers. Door at 5 p.m., show at 6. And on a personal note, I love the Arlene Francis Center. So you should go because uh, any show there is just radical. I believe that, I believe that website is indiegogo.com. Indiegogo.com. What did you call it? <laughs> I N D I E G O. I called it in Diego Go. <laughs> Diego Go. It's, it's my sales pitch to the city of San Diego for their tourism in, industry. In Diego Go. <laughs> yeah. Dot com. Doesn't doesn't Dora the Explorer have like a friend who's got an offshoot spinoff series called like Go Go Diego or something? In Diego. Diego. Go. Could yeah. be. Go. Could be. Uh, I don't know. Last time I watched a children's TV show, I was a children. <laughs> I, I was a children, too. I was an adult. Where does one go? In Diego. Go. go. <laughs> that was like, that, was like that uh, a site called In Diego Go once they have one. <laughs> that reminded me of that uh, Saturday Night Live sketch, uh, the, the, an album cover, anal bum cover. <laughs> In Diego Go. Anyway, go to Create Again. It's going to be awesome. We are the Opposing Media Podcast. Yes, we know that. April 3rd. 2015 uh, April Fool's Day was just two days ago, or was it? And this show, <laughs> exactly. in, in the spirit of April Fools, this entire show is ironic. He's not wrong. We're going to respect a 45 mo- 45 minute moment of silence now for <laughs> April Fools. Go ahead. It's uh, no silence. Oh, silence. That's what makes it funny. 45 minutes. 40. Oh, 40. Let me set a timer. Let me set a timer. Okay. All right. No All one right. say anything for 45 minutes, though. Okay. This is like that awkward humor. Right I know. Yeah. But hang on. 45 minutes. Guys. People love this stuff. All, right. yeah. so all we have to do is make it 45 yeah. minutes without saying anything. It's like Portlandia, that the, kind of funny. The, the, right. The right. only That's way this joke works yeah. is if no one says anything for 45 minutes. Okay. We understand that. Okay. Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, just, we're not going to say anything. Yeah. We never said that we wouldn't not say Dead air has never failed on the radio once. I'm going to start the timer. Okay. As soon as you do. We'll be quiet. Okay. We will be quiet. We're gonna learn yeah, a valuable uh, lesson about clear. radio. You don't yeah, have to no. like attack us. I'm starting it now. Sure. So it's real, really funny. So it's uh, started. So yeah. We, so yeah, we're forty four and a half. As soon as minutes. it starts, we're gonna so be it's started. So oh. it's silent. So yeah. right now we are completely silent. Okay. Yeah, Joe's right. got it. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so it started. Yeah. So we're we're okay. silent. So do right we have now. to reset the timer or is it? Uh, no, we have forty three and a half minutes. More comfortable if we reset the timer. No, really. Yeah. Because I feel like we should have stopped talking. It's not funny if we right forty five whole minutes of silence. Gotcha. Okay, hang on. I'm resetting it now. Okay. Okay. April um, Fool's is fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're good at this. <laughs> We're really you, good at you this. You know what? I, I get it now. Now I get it. Is no. this what they do? Because no. if this is what it's all about, then I'm in. Right. From here on out. Yeah, me too. So I always, fooling people. I yeah. always thought April Fool's was just an excuse for a-holes to go around <laughs> being a-holes, and it's the one day where they get to go, it's justified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my lifestyle is cool 
the day. <laughs> I like to think that our, our fishing boat <laughs> out in Bodega Bay is like, oh, the boys are going to do 45 minutes of silence. Oh, what do we do? Gather round. <laughs> they, all, they all lean in closer. We have three see. fans out in the fishing boat in Bodega. <laughs> so salty fishermen of Bodega yeah. enjoy our humor. Uh, yep. Yes. Two of them have the word curly before their first name. <laughs> uh, yes. Before their first Joe name. Joe and Frank. Yes. Curly Jim and Curly Joe. Uh, spe- speaking of which, what's, what's an April Fool's prank that you've either done or always wanted to do? Like, I, I have one. It's I've okay. always wanted to have, like, a baby carrier and, like, glue it or tape it to the top of a car. Oh, And yeah. drive around with that. Raising with, like, Arizona little, style. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, or, or that's just, good. Just a coffee cup. Except, like, just except, a coffee cup alone would be, like... But, except you know. it's a real baby in the thing. And it's, right. It's not your baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> of course that, not. That's April what makes Fools. the joke funny. Uh, let, yeah. let me run this by you, because I'm, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure I understand April Fool's jokes very well. But here's what I did last year. I found this dude who used to bully me in school. And uh, I, I found out where he lives now, and I knocked on his door, and I punched him in the face, and screamed, "Your parents didn't love you," and gotcha. then ran away. So is that April Fool's joke? That yes, is, that, that is absolutely to a T. All April that's Fool's. what April Fool's is all about. I, I, think. I mean, are we ignoring law? I. I don't, am I? <laughs> I'm I just thought, saying. I, well, I no, no, it's, no, 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 it's April Fool's. It was April Fool's. In a vacuum, that is an April Fool's joke. <laughs> it, it, would, it would hold up in court, yeah. I think. Yeah. If you explain to the judge, you oh. said, I'm sorry, it was on April Fool's. If you look, into, oh. if you look at it, Acquitted. it was yes. right. Wow. It was April Fool's Day. So, so it was a goof. It was a goof, yeah, so, exactly. Well, to, clar- honor. to clarify, afterward, I screamed April Fool's. Right. Thus, while thus running away, right. they, they, <laughs> if you have good. somebody who can who can testify to that, then you are golden. Uh, well, three cats. I think that's, uh, that's fine. I think I never did a big April Fool's joke. I never wanted. I, you know, when I was a little kid, I would just do petty stuff to my brothers and sisters. Crime, or, you know. like pee on them, petty crime. But I remember the Simpsons had like made a great thing. Like Bart and his dad were like going back and forth about it, and then Bart, I think had the ultimate one where he took one of Homer's beers <laughs> yeah. and he took the oh, put in a paint shaker to right? a paint store and put it in a paint shaker for an hour and then Homer right. comes home after work do, 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 right. opens the fridge the beer can is just like <laughs> shaking on its own on the <laughs> shelf in the fridge and he goes to like open it. It's all close up and everything. And you hear Bart go, "April," f-, and like the whole house, yeah, like mushroom clouds explosion. with beer. Yeah. yeah, it's so great. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, The Simpsons. Let's just talk about our favorite Simpsons moments. Yeah, I don't have an hour, interesting parts we? of my life either, well, but no, I, I was do just remember ask, quite a few episodes. So, I, you know what? I'm glad nobody has any good, honest April Fool anecdotes, because that would make you guys ask, or, or <laughs> yeah, me, you know? Yeah, we yeah. would be very asinine. You're right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, we're going to go on to our one... Um, Kind of uh, recent topic. Uh, there was a kidna- a hoax kidnapping in Vallejo. So, Anybody hear about this? I know that nothing about it. Fill me in. Yeah, I need to know. I don't. I have no I idea. Was, very broad. I, it was me, but I don't know. Very broad strokes. Uh, these guys went at this was like a week and a half or two weeks ago. This uh, married couple, their house gets home invaded. Uh, the two home invaders mm, tie them up. And they give them some sort of a sedative, and they put on really calming music. And apparently, right? It's really weird, right? Apparently, they both both the man and wife pass out. The wife gets kidnapped. A day later, 
uh, these kidnappers are sending like emails, not only to like the husband and his family or whatever, for, but also sending them to like the San Francisco Chronicle. And again, these are very broad strokes, but uh, basically they sent these emails because like right off the bat, the police were saying like, this really looks like a hoax. Like yeah. when they walked in and everything, they're like, this doesn't seem right. This guy doesn't seem genuinely upset. Like his story's got a lot of holes in it. Mm-hmm. And apparently the kidnappers heard about like on the news and stuff about you know the police suspecting it being a hoax they returned the woman to her parents down in huntington beach or something like that and then like that's when a couple days later they sent these emails to the san francisco chronicle basically trying to explain themselves like well you know we're 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 career criminals we've been criminals our whole lives um we don't know we don't know any better yeah and and they said you know what we wanted to do was one big last heist so that we could retire from our life of crime the amount of money they asked for in the ransom was eight thousand five hundred dollars well enough that one big score enough to live comfortably one little score to go get those islands one little score and then i'm out yeah Yeah. maybe they're eight thousand short of a cool million over a course of crime i don't know He was never made that. Well, they even threw out a reason on the email. They were saying that, well, because if the amount that you ask for is under $10,000, then the FBI doesn't get involved, was their understanding. It's funny, too, because they stole the husband's Toyota when they abducted the wife. Thus already throwing them over. The Toyota was worth like nine grand. (laughs) Ironically. You don't understand how assets work. Yeah. So it's just, it's hilarious. We like uh, cash. Go to San Francisco Chronicle. If you go to their website or whatever like they even made a comparison of themselves to oceans 11 they called themselves <laughs> gentlemen criminals not unlike the characters in ocean 11 and you're just like so are these people been found discovered caught or are they just sent in like an anonymous they, explanation keep sending all these emails right after they return the woman to her parents down in Huntington Beach uh-huh. they sent another email saying like you know we we, we changed our mind this <laughs> is just yeah exactly yeah. and uh, but it's just a matter of time I don't I haven't paid attention to the news today let's just call it quits let's all just hey let's our hey. bad yeah. our bad whoops right. but at this point cool. the FBI is involved because there was a lot of police uh, yeah. resources used to actually yeah. follow up on this and so now everyone's angry like well I think with like a full-blown adult kidnapping slash hostage situation like they get involved i don't think it matters yeah. kidnapping is kidnapping yeah. that's all i'm saying well not only that but like yeah i mean that's with, with the ransom and all that yeah right people get involved yeah yeah so it's, it's pretty ridiculous from personal experience they get involved oh man do they well so what i was thinking is once, the, once <laughs> boy, these guys boy. get busted it's going to be the most embarrassing like trial week month years of their the rest of their lives are going to be the most embarrassing day of their lives because they're, you know, like, <laughs> they're just Every ridiculously day. stupid i, thought, I yeah. thought yesterday was bad but no today is worse no what, yeah. I, what i'm hoping for praying for when they're caught is that they are indeed gentlemen criminals with my Monocles, top hats, coattails, ridiculous. Everything they said was the absolute truth. Right, right. Like one of them looks like Matt Damon, one of them looks like George Clooney. (laughs) Taken into custody today, Reginald D. Clovington and uh, and, teacups with little plates and and their pinkies in the air. And Edmonton Thurston III, gentlemen criminals. How droll. 
<laughs> caught, dur- mm. caught during high tea at a uh, safe house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like southern gentlemen criminals. Uh, we've been caught scarlet-handed. <laughs> I, I believe that we must go into that cell, gentlemen. It, seems it has like... been an honor and a pleasure to serve <laughs> It has been a privilege, gentlemen. Why, I remember our last big score. <laughs> Three thousand American dollars. <laughs> he sat on the back porch sipping mint juleps and celebrating our cleverness. Aye, that was a time wait, of revelry. Wait. What what if they're time traveling criminals? They think that's who an insane amount of money. $8,000 <laughs> is like an incredible amount of money. 18th century Here it time is. traveling the criminals. The big score, gentlemen, 300 American dollars. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> now you figure the average farm's $50. <laughs> That's three farms for each of us. We'll be running the railroad, gentlemen. The railroads. <laughs> Every day. Where are the trains? I don't see any trains. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a... <laughs> Did they subdue the woman with laudanum? Or... <laughs> yeah. yes. S- sadly, the victim is now addicted to laudanum. <laughs> they Unfortunately, did. her addiction to laudanum cannot be fulfilled because it's laudanum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really hard to find. The, re- the only them. cure is whale oil. <laughs> the, 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 reha- the rehab center said, "Go home, you're good." Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be embarrassing for them, to say the least. And uh, just reminding, like, does anybody have any embarrassing? Epically, epic and or embarrassing crimes that uh, they'd like to share on the radio. I'll start. Okay. Uh-huh. I stole alcohol. Good for you. When I was 20. <laughs> from <laughs> you, the wow. supermarket. You, couldn't, really you couldn't wait a few more months, huh? Couldn't nope. just wait. Couldn't just wait. Nope. I stole alcohol <laughs> from the supermarket. I thought this would be an under 18 story. No, you're an adult stealing. Yeah. Like a dirty, dirty, dirty guy. You didn't, you didn't learn. We know what's funny is... I tried to have like a ruse, like a thing. So like, like I, I, sure, you had a plan. I went and stole all the liquor. I put it all in my jacket. I had two fifths of absolute and a and a flask of peppermint schnapps. But get this, oh. no pants and yeah. no pants. <laughs> and I figured distraction. Okay, so you have your. I started giant. walking around the store pretending I was looking for something I couldn't find, and I noticed that like there were like two different box boys kind of like trailing me all Hovering. over the store. So I finally was like, okay, I'll just approach one of them. So I was like, excuse me, uh, do you have those kind of cat toys with the spinny thing inside the plastic globe? Dear God. Because I went past the pet supplies and noticed they didn't have that particular kind. And they said, uh, no. No, we don't. And I was like, <laughs> no. Well, sir. then, good day. <laughs> you, you As dumb, you dumb person. Oh, my. On the way out of the door, I felt a gruff hand on my shoulder, and I spent the next uh, three days in the uh, Humboldt County Jail in Eureka, California. Wow. The finest jail there is, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was uh, good times. Good times. I discovered Kurt Vonnegut's uh, Breakfast Champions there. That's actually. a great book. Uh, great book. Totally I'd say it was worth it then, yeah. 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 Hashtag worth it. Worth it. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm an alcoholic to this day. <laughs> and I steal it. Pardon and me. I still steal it because it's the only way I get high. <laughs> it's what I get off on. P- pardon me. Do you have any of those cat balls with the plastic, with the small bell? But run around, you know, because that's what I'm here for. 
obviously I'm not here for anything else. I guess. Boy, this, this jacket sure is. I know. Clink, 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 as, clink. Yeah, as I clinked up to the salesperson, <laughs> you know, I looked like I had like a bottle shaped protrusion coming out of my belt. I was on the other side of that once. Were, uh, I was working at Borders Books and there was a, a dude that came in there and ripped us off all the time. And uh, he would come in. Uh, sorry, Mike. Uh, he would come in um, and stuff stuff into his jacket. That's the way. And he would take like expensive books, <laughs> thing books like computer manuals and stuff that were like sixty, seventy, eighty dollars sometimes. So he the would entire load... dummies collection. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day I will <laughs> surreptitiously obtain the entire dummy library. <laughs> then I shall be a genius. <laughs> There's nothing I can't do, for I am a dummy. Yet I have every manual. <laughs> um, for me. So this kid, this kid had ripped us off a few times, and it was like known that that's who he was. And so the thing is, is he would drift in, do this really quickly, and drift out. And, right. like, the cops couldn't get there in time. And the policy is you can't touch someone, you can't grab someone, you can't subdue them. Sure. So uh, No matter how bad you want to. Subdue them with your words. Yes. So I put him to sleep. Um, yeah, I can't with I touch them. So what, what my manager specified to me, Darts. he said, well, you can't touch them. He said, if they attack you, if they touch you in any way, you can defend yourself. You can, right. You know, you can do something then. Right. Um, Go for the nuts. So I, I came up with a plan because I watched this kid drift in once and everyone's like, dude, it's that guy. So he goes to the back. Everyone's watching him. He fucking, er, sorry, he, uh, he he puts these away. And, Watch uh, that tongue, buddy. <laughs> he puts these away, uh, puts them in his jacket. And um, now he's turned around and he realizes, like, they're on to him. Everyone's looking. So he, like, starts to get panicky. Sure. Uh, but no one's making a move. So he figures, I'm going to go. And so he starts to run for the door. I just hid right around the corner from the door and stepped out at just the right moment, so he barreled into me. <laughs> you and have touched counts. me first, sir. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I screamed at death. This is like Old West logic you applied. <laughs> As you can see, he drew first, so I shot him five times in the face. <laughs> I did actually shoot him in the face. It's Florida, though, so that actually was like... <laughs> you had, yeah, no, you, you stood your it's ground. Required, you yeah. stood your ground. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody walked by, saw the bloody mess, and was like, oh, shoplifter, huh? Well, this kid was like 16 or something like that and, uh, and you know, weighed like half of what I did. So he, ba- him to die. he barreled into me. <laughs> yeah, he barreled into me, and the minute he did, I was just like, "Oh, he hit me!" And then I threw him on the ground, put my knee in his back, and waited for the cops to get there. And uh, he wow. str- he struggled ineffectually for some time, and then they came and arrested him. And they came and they dragged him away, and everyone's just standing broke there his neck. and shocked. And then because <laughs> <laughs> you paralyzed him for life, <laughs> why do you think they were shocked? So <laughs> who sees that ever? He pulled his head off. You you snapped oh. his spine in half. <laughs> you made predator noises with his body. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I leap from the ceiling onto his face, screaming self-defense. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, he, he came, he got arrested. Uh, every, every All the employees in the store stood up and clapped. Nice. And they, they raised you upon their shoulders <laughs> said, well, yes, were, this day, for you are the border's king. Well, they, they, and then they you were, were fired two days yeah. later for being late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was actually fired later from that store for uh, from a vindictive manager. A whole different story. Uh, um, next time. Yeah, next time. On, on Podcast Aways. On Opposing Media. On the Barnes & Noble's Memories. <laughs> <laughs> the, on the Borders Memoirs. The Borders of Time. I, I love how I can tell my Borders stories now, because there is no more Borders. Yeah, right? 
who's going to sue you? You know, my fr- sorry, real quick side note. The first day I was at Borders sure. and they trained us, my manager <laughs> sat down and told us how everyone was always going to want books. He's like, (laughs) and he's like, you know what? There's a lot of people talking about digital and e-books and all that. And he's like, just one thing is like that we know is that, you know, everyone Everyone will always need laser discs. (laughs) That's so great. And uh, that was the speech they gave us. Please tell me he was at least 70 and going, the printed word shall never be surpassed (laughs) by by ones and zeros, my friends. He was like 28. (laughs) Yet still he spoke like that. Long time, okay. I know things. I've been in the game, if you will, for a long time. There's one thing I know: paper is gone. <laughs> Feel the words in your hand. That's so great. And Books and, and government bonds, my day, friend. <laughs> one day, when paper's been like eradicated, we're all gonna lose power, and then it'll be like, oh. Oh, that's always the go. Oh, I I Mm -hmm. always hear that excuse from people that are like big fans of collecting VHS tapes and caves. Paper will be necessary. You ever go to somebody's house and their walls are just dusty with CD jewel cases and VHS tapes? (laughs) Well, you know, when it all goes down, man. Everyone's going to hang out at my house. So, wait, if so we I got double A batteries galore and a CD player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, anyway, so that's my life of crime. Go on. Right. Life of hey, crime. Crime story real It's actually me stopping a crime. I've, I've been two, involved in several. Two quick I feel ones. like Joe and Matlock are too innocent to have any crime stories. I, I have never been caught. Ah, oh, Matt dubious. Locke, your story. I've, I've, <laughs> I've describe how never been, been caught, but Murder. I'll go ahead and, and say two things that I'm willing to share right now. That oh, saucy. Uh, I stole a Christmas tree one time. Rather, didn't steal someone what? else's, but cut down my own from the side of the road. You. Right. You bandit. I, I believe a is a crime. Ah, and then, uh, dastardly. Uh, and then I also ordered... <laughs> Did you do it by cover I, of night? I don't know if this is a crime. Did you do it as gentlemen? I... I <laughs> I, I was quite gentle. Pardon me, Tree, it. but I am going to take as, your life. As people slowed down to pass, I said, I'm just stealing a tree. Don't just, mind me. Just a tree. Pardon me. Do you need help? No, it's my crime. I'll do it myself. Yes. I'm sorry, but tree burglary is a sole member position it's as a, far as stealing. I wouldn't want you to be caught along with me. My theft, <laughs> the, the guilt of my theft of nature lays on my shoulders you, alone. You would be an accomplice, and I could not live with that on my shoulders. I am stealing from Mother Earth herself. Gentlemen criminals. Uh, uh, what and were you then, saying? Uh, the other one, not really a crime, but I ordered, I guess it was stealing. My, my, I was at my grandparents, and they you had satellite uh, television, and I'd never had satellite television before. Go on. And you could order stuff pay-per-view, and I was maybe 16. So Go was, on. Oh, no. And so I ordered, some, I ordered some pornography. Sure. Just yeah. to check it out. Like you do. Because I'd never done that. Because you've never heard and of what pornography I ordered, is. I ordered a porn that was like about 75 minutes in. So <laughs> I saw the tail end. You just saw a girl a cleaning scene. herself with a towel. <laughs> <laughs> So, Wait, that, so that's, that's what it's like, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> credits, and then they had about like 20 minutes of advertising before the next movie. You paid was... pay-per-view for the right. credits of a porn. Right, exactly. You are a mastermind. And a year, a, year later, a year later, I was back, and they had blocked the channels, and they said, oh, yeah, strangely enough, last time you guys were here, Grandpa must have hit the wrong button. <laughs> oh, 
Grandpa, so we ordered something ordering that porn. we weren't supposed to, so we put a lock on it for ourselves. As they, as they, as they, the whole time they said that, they just buried their eyes into Matlock's eyes. <laughs> into my soul. Apparently, Grandpa had a problem. We'll go ahead and take this one. You know, it could have been way worse. It could have been like, well, we realized Grandpa had a problem, and when he couldn't remember doing it, we knew that he had to go to the home. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's, That's when we put him on his special medicine, and now he just rules. Once there, he hung himself from the shame, and uh, well, anyway, that's why Grandpa Joe's not here. He, he kept screaming, maybe I did do it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember doing it. <laughs> he knew his mind is gone, and he knew he didn't want to go out like that, so yeah. he drove his pickup off the cliff over yonder. That is a take-no-prisoner's way of avoiding blame for having snuck some pay-per-view porn. <laughs> Obviously, Grandfather is addled. I will drive him away I now. I spoke nothing against it. Had they suggested a home, I was embarrassed enough, I probably would have gone, yeah, I guess it's time. <laughs> well. well. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. You know, this that already, sounds pretty already serious. I think I said that sounds pretty serious. Yes, I'm not going to lie. There's already all a- truth. I think he needs to go. There's already a bus. There's already someone under it. Who am I to twist the strands of fate? All right. Next topic. Next topic. It's time for movie reviews. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. We watch them. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. I'm seeing how far he goes with this. Yeah. 45 minutes later. Ladies and gentlemen, it's... Would have preferred the silence. Reviews from things on the silver screen. And we're going to start with our young friend, Mr. Matlock. Yes. As he gives us his opinion of something called It Follows, which I think is about a dude who wants to talk to a girl, but is too afraid, <laughs> and so he just hangs out behind her like all day long. I think you he drastically misread this. dresses as a clown and hides in the sewers. <laughs> right! <laughs> waiting for sequel. a chance to pop out and show himself. His name is that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, uh, it got great reviews. I went and saw it the night it came out. So it this still is, has it like follows, 95%. Right? It yeah. follows. Still has about Starring... 90%. Nobody in particular. All, all, faces. All new faces, pretty much. No no cool. recognizable people. Um, Starring that guy and this girl. Right. Uh, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's still holding that, that rating, and it's uh, it's great. It's a combination of, like, kind of a sci-fi horror, you know, uh, ring kind of story, along oh, yeah. with... Uh, American teenagers in uh, almost Halloween. John, what is it? Uh, West John Carpenter. John Carpenter esque kind of like you know stalker feeling. Oh. And you were mentioning um, how it blurs a lot of timeline. I love it. Yeah, the, one of the best things about it is that it's a period movie and that it takes place in. Like a pseudo 1980s. Right. I love when movies can do that. It's like, we're a movie, so it's going to be current day. Like, somebody is clearly using a Kindle. Uh, I've heard heard that someone pulls up in a Prius at one point. Someone pulls up in a Prius. Someone uses a Kindle that's, like, in their compact, like their makeup compact. And it's like, oh, well, it's it's future technology almost. But then they're using corded phones. Everybody inexplicably is, like, watching televisions that are, like, really, really, like, the ones we grew up with. Like, televisions we would have in our house when we were a kid or a teenager. The big CRTs. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, and it's like, are they just choosing to live this 
this kind of like throwback lifestyle right. or is it actually like supposed to be 80s 90s it sounds like I, and they don't really utopia. answer that right it kind of is dystopia. and these kids the, the way they dress the way Good they point. act it's like it could totally be it's it's any time it's more like the time period fits the movie more than the movie is like adhering yeah. to a time period and it's purposely like just kind of timeless and yeah. it seems like it feels like an 80s exactly. type movie another thing is you don't see a single adult close up in this entire movie like there's adults apparently that exist but nobody really talks about their parents these kids look too young to be living on their own but you realize after a while they don't have parents coming home or to answer to and you're like oh well i guess they're in college or so something there's kind of I a haven't surrealism seen it. about yeah, that. it's sort of like the kids hmm. on their own living on their own it's almost like if kids were able to live on their own by the age of 16 17 very easily right and uh, not have to answer to parents or whatever i don't right. think they're even going live to out school. in a cornfield kill drivers right. by passerby it's just sort of like that's a different movie everything's framed to just sort of make it a perfect like you only see scenes with these teens like hanging out alone and you only see scenes like <laughs> where they're and it's all filmed a lot of the scenes look like they're filmed just like minutes before dusk is too dark so it's like minutes before the sun is completely gone down so there's these long beautiful shots where you're like wow they must have had two takes of that and then the light was gone so i uh, I read a review and they they, a lot of people mentioned those those shots and uh, the cinematography and color palette in general is all very rich for for a horror film they're almost always washed out Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. they're almost always very down tempo people were saying this was extremely colorful extremely well shot Mm-hmm. Uh, really good cinematography. That's just what I heard. And then but. in general, kind of a fun, uh, almost kind of a fun killer. You know, I, I don't want to give too hmm. much away, but like the way that the killer is following them, the reason it is, like, which is almost kind of unexplained. And like the way that it follows them, uh, it's it's pretty much you will see this thing heading towards them in a beeline, like not heading towards any doors or windows, just heading in a beeline towards them in the background. So someone will be sitting inside a classroom and you look out the window and there's some someone walking towards the classroom so just like an intent but just in a direct line right like not going to an entryway to get inside the building just sort of heading in a straight line towards them like like, what are they going to do they can't walk through the wall but they're they're acting that way so so it's like a single-minded right intense you know exactly otherworldly presence following them it's great i really liked it and i'm gonna Mm. try and i think adam and i are gonna go see it again tonight i'm gonna go see it tonight matlock really enjoyed it the reviews are really phenomenal i'm I'm actually thinking about going to see it tonight. Yeah, mm. that yeah, sounds titillating. Yeah, uh, yeah titillating. Yes, uh, yeah. doesn't it? So without, yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you for not spoiling any of that. Uh, yeah. right. I may have spoiled one, one or two things. Yeah, but it's yeah. Yeah, it remains tit. Titillating. Titillating. Good. good. <laughs> you really put a hyphen there. Glad I um, titillate you. <laughs> I got something in my throat. I'm sorry. I feel, uh, I feel titillated. Speaking of movie reviews, we turn now to our <laughs> senior movie reviewer, Adam Aragon, for his take on The Gunman, starring Mr. Sean Peen. <laughs> yes, Sean Peen. And spoil away, because there's no way I'm seeing this oh piece of Oh, my God. So the reason I saw this movie I heard all, bad things. No, so it, first off, I will open with, it is terrible. However, I, re- I read a review. I, I read a review uh, <laughs> that, that totally caught my interest. And the review that I read must have been from someone like high on cocaine or being paid by the company or whatever. They described it as a mix between like Jason Bourne and Taken, you know, in the sense of like a really like really harsh violence, single-minded action, like a sure. a star <clears throat> like uh, like in the style of Liam Neeson and Taken, where he hasn't really done hard action and now he's thrown into doing hard action. Uh, right. The same thing with Sean Penn. Them trying to regain the 
magic of taken in, in a way um, by kind of using the same formula. Um, they described the the fight scenes as like making the Born series like fight scenes look like Pansy, and I was just like, oh my god, really? Because that was like Krav Maga badass stuff. And yeah, the the actual fight scenes, like that whole bathroom fight scene in the Born. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to touch. Yeah, that's what I mean. Those are really good. So I read yeah. this and I was like, wow. And they made it sound like a really hard, intense, driving action movie. And I sure. was like, you know what? Sean Penn's great. Like, I it's not his normal type of role, but I loved like when Liam Neeson did Taken. I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> and um, so I went there uh, on a date and we um, watched it and. It was incredibly slow, for one. Uh, Sean Penn, it looks like he's made out of leather. Because uh, I don't even know. He's got to be, what, in his 60s or something now? Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's older. Yeah. He's, he actually got really, really cut for the role. He's, like, disturbingly buff. Okay. Like, because his face looks <clears throat> like he's 65. His body yeah. looks like a 38-year-old bodybuilder. Um <laughs> So he plays this nice. <laughs> yeah, he plays this like mercenary who uh, is dating a, a girl who looks like she's twenty five. So the whole disparity, ever multiple love scenes with a girl much younger and much prettier than Sean Penn, sure. younger uh, than his daughter. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, oh. yeah. And so it's really she unco- just really understands me. <laughs> very, very deep, very tender. So why is old soul? Yeah, very. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that flimsy excuse by like the. Uh. You know, stereotypical CEO that leaves his wife. Oh, she's got a wise old soul <laughs> for being 19. Yeah. <laughs> and a pert young soul. <laughs> uh, she's got a bubble soul, you know what I'm saying? She can soul all night. Um, I like it when her soul walks away. <laughs> I like to watch her soul. Shift. Shift. That's I what like I like to meant. watch her soul walk she's got, away. She wears soul-fitting that pants. so disturbing. <laughs> She wears soul-fitting <laughs> pants. Um, I like to watch her soul walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Sean, Sean Penn is a creepy grandfather dating a 20-year-old girl. Um, so he plays his mercenary. Uh, I will say, when the action scenes happen, they are very intense. They're very hardcore. Like, I mean, there, there's these fight scenes where he, like, instantly, like, breaks a dude's arm, slashes a throat. Like, some of, like the, the, the violence is uh, almost shockingly brutal and hardcore and in sure. your face. Um, Javier Bardem is in it, who I really Ooh, love, and he I plays like, a very unlikable. So does Joe. Yeah, no, he plays a, no, no, but he Ooh. plays a very unlikable character. He, ah, play, he plays a, a really awful. It's not person. unheard of, though. I mean, well, not even in a uh, villain sense. Like at first, it seems like he might be the villain, and he turns out not to be, and he's just like, oh, that guy was just awful. And um, so you don't like him. You don't like Javier Bardem. Sean Penn, like, while he delivers everything as he's supposed to, the movie like does not support his talents, so he doesn't get to shine. Right. The girl barely gets to shine. No one shines in the movie like no one stands out as like oh they did a good job in particular no one right yeah. um, and then the end you said was just ridiculous oh yeah right? so so big brutal fight scenes punctuated by like long stretches of either exposition or just incredibly slow dialogue so inc- insanely like you want to fall asleep between the fight scenes it's so boring mm. um, finally it all wraps up there's some <clears throat> plot twists but nothing out of the ordinary nothing that's like oh uh, the, at the end the villain is revealed to be some guy who literally played almost no role in the movie thus far so it's like oh it's this guy nothing has set him up to be evil nothing has set him up to be the villain nothing has set you up to even dislike him sloppy joe (laughs) it was the cat all along um so they they confront this villain at the end who is by the way an older man so like there's no fight scene that's going to happen between him him and that guy i'm 83 
away uh, with his walker. So he, he don't uh, chase me, Sean Penn. <laughs> his final battle is with one of his henchmen, who also is faceless and like has no role in the movie. He doesn't have a face. <laughs> That's Wait. awesome. I gotta see this. I gotta see this. Oh my cool. God. So, so there's this big, <laughs> there's a brutal showdown with this random dude who has just been a henchman the whole movie, and then the final showdown with the final villain. Um, he's killed by a bull. His final murder is done. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah killed spo- by a bull. Spoiler, killed by a bull. They end up at a bullfighting arena in Barcelona at, as the showdown. And you can tell they chose it to look like a very dramatic spot. Uh, but yeah. the ending culmination is uh, someone accidentally opens a gate, which accidentally releases a bull, which on its way out to the pen, because that's what it's trained to do, <laughs> just Penn. runs at the dude and gores him. And that is how he dies. Sure. So it just happenstance stupid animal death is yeah. like the, the villain's demise. And huh. it's almost like, considering how real and raw like the violence is and how dark and subdued the tone is, it was completely out of sync. Like, so it's just a, it's, campy, what the heck just happened like you'd expect that at the end of like a van damme knockoff movie or something like that yeah it's kind of like having with like a deus ex bovine (laughs) deus ex bull yeah Um, no it sounded like a rube goldberg you know like kind of like oh i left the door open which let the bowl out which pardon my language uh, we here at opposing media can't control ourselves (laughs) and we do not reflect the views and opinions of kwtf.net we just make mistakes thank you for apologizing we for love me. children oh, sure. well it's, you're not the, i think all three of everyone, i like bold yeah we, we love the only one is the screenwriter is like sanctimonious of I'm mouth a, i'm, I'm a god i'm uh. assuming the screenwriter is like how's sean penn gonna make it out of this one ah oh, screw it bull <laughs> well, yeah. yeah right it sounds like it has that tacked on kind of feeling like having a james bond villain hit by a car as he's like walking <laughs> yeah. away oh no well i guess i took care of that one or having <laughs> bane, job and it all worked out or having bane just getting shot by catwoman's bat cycle or something <laughs> Like or just shot. Oh, you got him. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, you that's got it, him. huh? All cool. right. That oh, would be so it. great to yeah, see a right. James Bond villain hit by car. And then James Bond would turn to the attractive woman lead and be like, well, you know, you do have to watch out when you go into the stream. That's why you look both ways. You didn't seem to look both ways. I, I almost shot him. <laughs> well, well, he he you saw me. I almost shot him. He like, I was about to kill him. He and then be. he walked in front of the car. Like, I, you, I shot. <laughs> and, I, you know, if the car hadn't been there. James Bond 007 in Jaywalker. <laughs> Damn you, Jaywalker! <laughs> ah, Jaywalker, we meet again. Oh, car. <laughs> Dead. You know, that so, reminds me. Oh, uh, I should learn. In, in culmination, The Gunman was a total flop. I, I went back and looked at the reviews. They're mm-hmm. like 15% or something dismal. Yeah. It is a terrible movie. That the one... review I read was incredibly misleading. It was insanely dull, punctuated by brutal violence. Right. It just the whole thing is completely forgettable. Well, the reviewer... Yeah. Don't well, and he's the... four foot six, yeah. so it's kind of hard <laughs> yeah. to believe that he's a threat to anybody. He's ripped, but uh, yeah, don't don't. He's a ripped little peanut. <laughs> <laughs> he's very strong for a midget. <laughs> I assume the guy who wrote that good review must have been like on his phone for most of the movie and just like been distracted by the action, looked read- up and been like, whoa, yeah, pretty intense. And then went back to his phone. Just reading, like, taking reviews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the that. goon man with Sean Peen. And we don't like that one. And now Stefan Thomas. And then it follows with no Sean Peen, but we really like that one. Yes. Is my synopsis of movie review. 
news. Gun, uh, gun and bad. Real, it follows good. Real quick before we end with the movies, I just wanted to bring up that they're making a remake of uh, of Poltergeist. Poltergeist. It's oh. being produced by Sam Raimi. Yes. And uh, it stars, oh, what's his face? Sam Rockwell. Yes. Uh, okay. Taking over Craig T. Nelson's role. Not bad. Oh, uh, I thought Drew Barrymore. Okay. <laughs> Drew, or no, sorry. Okay, <laughs> I didn't talk. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, we'll uh, Drew Barrymore would not take over Craig T. Nelson's yeah, spot. Yeah. Can that lock continue? Right. <laughs> Sorry, Craig T. Nelson I, I see, played I Drew Barrymore. I think Barrymore. I see where you were, the little girl you thought was played by Drew Barrymore. And I thought was, Sam Rockwell was going to be the little girl. The little girl. Sam no. Rockwell. Yeah. He's got a lot of range, all right. Sam, Sam Rockwell he, is pretty good. Man. He's an actor's actor. I'm just saying. Did you see him in Moon? He could do anything. Mommy, Daddy, I'm in the TV. So. So and it's a uh, Carol Ann, right? <laughs> Carol Ann, what? <laughs> I'm here. Going to the light. I'm looking for the. There's. Oh, okay. Hold on. Is it? Uh, so, uh, it, it, I wanted to bring up that. Okay. So they're and they're also I replacing. Like they're replacing the girl. Oh, it's the director. Is the director of Monster House. And like, I thought the director I thought was Sam said, Raimi. No, Sam Monst- Raimi. no, no, produced by Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. oh he's, uh, he's chosen someone to direct who directed Monster House, which was like a throwback yeah, 3D animated. animation yeah. animated film that, that I liked. Was that any good? Yeah, no, it Monster was House good. was Yeah, it was like yeah. a throwback to Goonies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he also directed City of Embers, that movie with Bill Bill. Oh, Murray that was pretty that, cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was like here, here, neither here nor there. Maybe well directed. Give it a six. Yeah, right. And also, they're replacing the creepy short midget lady who's probably dead by now oh yeah uh with uh what's his name john i think it's not jonathan price what is it uh it is kevin spacey jared harris he's from mad men he was the british guy on mad men oh he's great uh, yeah. i like him he yeah. was also yeah. in uh, uh wasn't he uh, Mo- wasn't he moriarty in the sherlock movies with robert downey jr i think he might yeah i think that might have been i don't know I, I haven't seen him in a while i only saw <gasps> oh with robert downey jr yeah right. the, the new oh. ones those ones i didn't watch uh, i did not well, care it, for it's them funny if you watch all. his character in mad men he's like a mouse you know, scared Englishman. Right. Whereas in Moriarty, he actually has an arc. But well, he's yeah. well, yeah, but he does. But um, and his character of Moriarty oh, is like incredibly awesome. like uh, villainous and and mm-hmm. devious, huh. and even like he has fight scenes. Yeah. Right. And so nice. watching him play two complete polar opposites yeah, shows right. you that dude's range is pretty cool. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. I like it him. Should be a good yeah. cast. Uh, but in nice. general, I don't feel that it needs to be remade. This house. That's just is me, clear. I guess. Like I, you know, I don't know. So I was going to bring my up. attitude tends to be that most things don't need to be remade. It's just being and I base today, that like, on the sour taste that's left in my mouth with most remakes. I find it hard to find... I can never... I always have to make an effort to think of like a film remake that was like, that oh, yeah. that was good. I'm glad they did that. Like, like tw- 21 Jump Street. That was actually fun. Well, but it wasn't based that, on that film. That wasn't a remake. That was more of a parody. It's like a revival of the old show. But it was the a, show well, was not, not at a, all at that a, tone. Yeah. The show I was, was just trying to think of something. They took the vehicle. I think it worked because yeah. they took the vehicle and they had fun with it instead of like, trying to stay true to a vehicle that was like, it wasn't. It wasn't a remake of a movie. Right. The Brady Bunch movies were were the same words those were great yeah they were good they were based off of a television show that's like dated and not as good anymore but like well let's put that out what what are other good remakes 
Anyone? Yeah, I'm hard pressed. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've never had one jump out, and it's like, oh yeah. Oh, didn't you? Didn't you like uh, the Evil Dead kind? Yeah, of? I thought it was really good. I thought for what it was, it wasn't remaking the first movie, and it was just sort of was like it? a no. Did no? you watch okay. it? No. Oh, it's incredible. I, I, not incredible, but it's. I thought it was it's really good. good. It's, it deals yeah. with. It's a B. It's it deals with a, a kid staying in a cabin. One of their friends is is trying to like uh, detox. You know, she's she's uh, addicted to drugs, and so when she starts getting possessed, they attribute it to the. Detox. Oh, okay. And well, you, you, don't, you don't have to review the whole but thing. Regard, anyways, I thought that angle was very clever. Yeah. It updated the story. It had, like, a lot of dark moments and some comedic moments. And, yeah. you know, I thought in general it was a good way to do a remake. But it wasn't really a remake. It was just sort of like same cabin, different different teenagers, uh, wasn't, different Wasn't Hills Have there. Eyes a remake of the really old? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember I if that was that. any good or not. It was like <laughs> the old one wasn't. The old one, I think, at its time was good. Because yeah. it was scary at the time, well, but it was one of those movies where it was like, "Why are you remaking?" Right. That? Like, well, they remade Texas Chainsaw like two or three times. Yeah, I mean, the original yeah. was not good, other than being shocking, and the newer ones weren't much better. Well, now are you, right. are you, are you saying that from experience? You've seen the first one, you don't I, think it I've was seen good? the first one and the the first remake of that one like uh, twenty years later, or whatever. Yeah, I saw that with um, the army or something. And uh, uh, you know, it's a very disturbing movie, and I think that that's like why that movie shines is it was purposely shocking slasher to. Disturbing violence, like at, at almost at the beginning of that arc of style of movie of like shock gore, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And so for that, it stood out. But in retrospect, it's you know, it's schlocky. Like I don't think it's that great. Um, oh, Joe, we're just going to take a quick music phone. break. Was that Katy Perry? <laughs> your ringtone gave you a wage. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do we all want to quiet down and let you? No, explain no that was that was. Don't worry about it. No, man. If you feel no, it, no, no. if you if feel you it, take a call on air. I don't, I don't do. mind you no, fully no, explaining it, why Katy Perry jumps out of your phone all jubilantly. Every no, now it, and then. it's a it's a long story. <laughs> uh, it's probably between not. me and my therapist. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Fair enough. Let me know when you want to tackle that hashtag one, by the way. Uh, well, we we need to get on to the next topic. So, yeah, uh, we uh, speaking of movies, um, we respect movies. We love movies, uh, but we sometimes think it's fun to make fun of them and hurt their feelings. Yeah, I mean, we do do MST3K movie riffing shows, but yeah. also we like do, to do. just take the theaters or theaters. We like to take the titles of movies. I can't explain. You okay. go ahead and tell. I'll explain. <laughs> so uh, this is actually a, a Twitter hashtag. Um, so uh, that's where I discovered it. So it's a Twitter hashtag, less interesting films. All, all one word is a hashtag, less interesting films. And what you do is you take the title of a movie... Uh, and, and altering it as little as possible, you try to turn it into a more boring version uh, of the name or of the title. So you already have a list of these, and we can, if you want, come up with one if you think of one. Yeah. But so the whole point is to take a movie title and, and make it less interesting by changing one word or so the one word two, in the two words. Uh, perfect, the ex- perfect example, uh, Apocalypse Later. <laughs> Uh, Daydream on Elm Street. Uh, Yeah. uh, How about uh, Terms of Agreement? (laughs) The the Empire Finds a Diplomatic Solution. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Let's see. So here's some of the ones I came up with. Uh, The Hills Have Trees. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen King's Pet Sanctuary. (laughs) Uh, Disney's One or Two Dalmatians. Stephen King's That. How about uh, 
Teenage Mutant Postal Turtles. <laughs> How about Teenage Mutant Turtles? <laughs> How about omitting <laughs> just turtles? Just teen- teenage, teenage, teenage turtles. Just elderly just turtles. Yeah, elderly turtles. Uh, the Bad Back of Notre Dame. Uh, Schindler's To Do List. Uh, some of my favorites here. 20 Leagues Under the Sea. It's <laughs> uh, just right down there. <laughs> you see it? It's not very far. Right? Not much. People oh, have look, been here. Squid. It's really small. Huh, We're going to get a guy texting in. You guys don't know what a league is. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dude scuba diving Neither next to he. them. It's not that uh, difficult. Uh, the guy's see. on the tuna boat right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he doesn't know what a league is. Neither did Jules Verne. Uh, a few more. How Stella got her keys back. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, snacks on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Would you care for a snake snack? There's too many snacks on this MF plane. Snacks on this MF plane. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Car. Indiana Jones and the Garden Shed of Doom. And the car belongs to the museum. <laughs> and Indiana Jones and the Last Parade. <laughs> you can have <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Skull. <laughs> the Kingdom of the Skull. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Kingdom. And the Kingdom. Well, Wasn't there one for There Will Be Blood? Oh, oh there, there won't be blood. Yeah. No, no, no. There, there might be blood. That's oh, what, that's oh what we had a few more. There uh, might be blood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nothing happened on the way to the forum. <laughs> and uh, some like it tepid. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know what you did last summer. <laughs> well, no. What did you do last summer? <laughs> 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 okay uh, i'm gonna see uh twitter has a, a whole thing um like an ongoing list so if you ha- put in the hashtag less interesting films you'll come up uh, here's a few more just, these are from actual twitter users uh-huh. just a couple shades of gray <laughs> <laughs> avengers age of ulcers mm-hmm. iron deficient man mm-hmm. <laughs> uh american diaper uh let's see that's sniper i think that's james that. bond in you only live once. <laughs> Henry, portrait of a cereal eater. <laughs> James uh, Bond in Doctor Sure. Uh, Snow Country for Old Men. And uh, Edward, safety scissor hands. Nice. All right. <laughs> James Bond in Skin Finger. <laughs> oh, hello, skin skin finger. finger. Gold statue. Well, Skin Finger, do you expect me to talk? Doctor, yes. <laughs> Thunder, <laughs> thundercloud dr sure the world is enough <laughs> on her majesty's front porch <laughs> uh, singular oh, diamonds see. are now <laughs> die another year <laughs> one pussy <laughs> And that is Uh, Less Interesting Movie Titles. Thank you. Thank you, Matlock. Hashtag Less Interesting Films. Yeah, you should go check it out. Uh, So, we... uh, no, we were going to talk about like uh, resurrecting old TV shows. We were going to kind right. of X-Files skew is off of back. TV. Oh yeah, X-Files, X-Files is coming uh, back. Yeah. Who's going to be in that? Uh, same people. Same people. No, no. Someone was no? taking over for David Duchovny. Here. Again, the last three seasons of X-Files are someone taking over for David Duchovny. Oh wait, no, who, who's the guy that took over for him at the end? It it's was, uh, uh, the dude, the bad, the oh, bad Terminator from uh, T2. That's right, right. Eugene uh, Levy. The, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, no Rob, Robert something or other. Yeah, but yeah, the Robert Patrick. That's right, Robert Patrick, the guy who played the team. Seen this boy. What I what I read most. Recently, is that Robert, <laughs> Robert Patrick, who is a T one thousand in Terminator Two? And he says, "Have uh, you seen David Duchovny?" That's what he says. He t- he, look, 
Nobody has seen the book. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. No one knows John. Um, Nobody knows. Anyway, uh, last I read, Robert Patrick took over for David Duchovny at the end of X-Files, and mm. they're saying that he is, is the one that's just going to come back. Mm. That would be... That's and I have, I have that's no why idea. the show was canceled in the first place. I have so no idea if he did a good job or not. I never saw the episode. You know what? X-Files well, especially I, considering that they brought David Coveney back for the X Files movie. Right. It's like, why would you then go back to. Because Mr. David Coveney is has apparently. A career. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> Californication, right? Which right. I heard was pretty amazing, actually. Uh, he's people he's, he's apparently kind of yeah. hard to work with from what I've heard. Or like he's got. Yeah, he's Canadian. You know, he's, he's a bit full of himself. He, like, if you read the Wikipedia article. Yeah, that too. If you read the wiki on like why he left or whatever it was like he i can't remember he was either wasn't making enough money or he just wanted to take a break and do other stuff Sleep maybe he was raising everyone. a family or something not enough people were poking me right i wasn't poking it was basically <laughs> like he was like i'm done with the show you know you guys do whatever but i'm gonna walk away and like they still re- like kept him in the credits like they kept it looking and the whole show revolved around finding him so yeah. it's like three yeah. months of this robert what's his name robert patrick yeah, yeah. robert patrick and and scully like trying to find david duchovny and having little adventures here and there but it's just like you don't you just want scully and Mulder. there's no sexual chemistry there's no right. stuff to keep you like glued to the screen although i will say bringing back old scully probably not not she's not have. looking too bad she's on yeah. hannibal right she's now. hot she's yeah she's, she's, she's amazing yeah oh yeah right. I, I will kill all of her. <laughs> i'll kill all of defend you defend my girlfriend to the death yeah no she has she's like a fine wine are there are there fine other, wine are there she's other old wine. shows that are being brought back no uh, no, tw- no twin yeah. peaks yeah. firewalk yeah. with me was uh resurrected uh, i got it that is exciting okay that is exciting well keep and that in so mind what do we feel about that like do you think that that works it's it's literally 10 15 20 for twin peaks it's 20 25 it's 20 years since it was on the air. X-Files I, came out like the same year or the next year than Twin Peaks. So it's I don't know that much about Twin Peaks. I remember liking X-Files, but I never followed it past a few seasons. I'm so. just saying in general, when the actors have, have aged, when the storyline has like... I, I don't know. how. What other shows can you think of where it's just come back a bit late? Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, I heard terrible, terrible news today about this specific thing. Huh. There, a talk of a Netflix reboot of the show uh, Full House... Yeah. No way. Potentially called Fuller House. No okay. way. So they, they might, do they might bring back they do Full that. House. Just putting that out there. With the same cast? I have no idea. I Although I will say John Stamos and Bob Saget are probably not busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are sticking their face out there. Cut it up. out. Yeah. yeah. That guy you know, is Dave probably Coulier. very... I, don't, I, I mean, like, I think that's like... Full House is one of those things where it's not like... I mean, all of us were like, Nashley. oh, remember Full House? Uh, it was cool. But it's not like... It's not something that ever had a cult following it's something yeah, it doesn't, just it like we're all like sense. oh yeah i remember that well Reference. a lot of people yeah right. I mean, everybody, family matters the thing is next. everybody remembers it like nobody doesn't know full house like, well yeah in the world, but I, mean, I mean it's but like this it's like that in the simpsons everybody's like oh yeah that it's, it's always like, on it's on iconic channel. i'll give you that it's but iconic, it, but it, it wasn't have deep the... enough to justify like oh now what if they brought it back and they made it darker so it's like mary kate and ashley are there but one of them has a child and one of them has a drug problem i was gonna say they could just be themselves right yeah 
Nightmare Well, like I said, it's just make it more of a like a reality show. They should just make it a reality show. Call it fuller. Like have the actors live together. Saget being filthy. Wouldn't that be great? Oh my god, I would watch that. Like just take all the actors and force them to live in a house like for real together. Matlock, you should know better. Never say that you would watch an idea for a reality TV show or someone will make it. That I would watch. I hope they make. Way to open Pandora's box, my friend. I would rather. Well, I'm just saying, if somebody does decide to do that instead of this reboot of Fuller sure. Fuller House, where it's just the actors playing them, I, characters I hope, Fuller House. I hope they do a reality TV show about modern day porn stars who all live in my house. Mm. And I hope they bring back Kimmy. Yeah, uh, she's I, hot. I saw her recently. She's uh, she she's was a model uh, or something. Yeah, I thought she stayed she's, good. She stayed. Well, you know, she's right. She looks. <laughs> I, I was looking up Kimmy the other day. That's, actually, that's the that's the voice of she looks terrible, but uh, she's, still, she's still Kimmy. You know, she's still based Kimmy. off pure nostalgia. Yeah. I would hate yeah. that. You can tell he's thinking about the amount of alcohol necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, you know, it's weird about that that you bring that up. Uh, <laughs> did did Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen go from like little girl, little girl, little girl to like gaunt old woman witch looking? They had person? they had like, like problems like constantly. Like they were well, they why were. Why child- they always look skinny. gaunt and weary? Oh, because of drug problems. But uh, is they, that it? Well, they were child. Oh, yeah. They were child stars to a T because they were huge in Full House. They sure. went on. They went on to have a huge line of children's shows, of movies yeah. based on them and stuff. Right. That, clothing games, lines. Like, yeah, stuff. they they were yeah, a huge. A uh, they were a huge yeah. force. In like kids entertainment for a while fashion magazine right they had like a detective show oh yeah yeah. Yeah, by the time they were 16 they were like burnt out jaded cynical on drugs (laughs) yeah no i'm serious like (laughs) it was a train wreck from early they just like i i guess their pr and their security keeps them from getting too blasted in the tabloids i haven't seen anything where it's like mary Kay in the hospital over cocaine overdose like she has her own hospital to go to right exactly in (laughs) in her room they may have cleaned up since then i mean i have no idea where they're at now no one needs anyone else we've only got a few minutes left we want to remind you you're listening to 88.1 fm kwtf.net bodega bay check us out at kwtf.net and you can live stream if you want to know more about us we are opposing media you can go to www.opposingmedia.com uh, and check us out and, you know, maybe even tell us that you like us because if you don't say it, how do we know? Yeah, we put up, we put up, uh, we put up this episode and all our other episodes, uh, entire episodes available for free, for streaming, or for download from uh, SoundCloud. Sometimes it's just nice to hear something nice. <laughs> yeah. you, you can find us Is on, that too much to ask? You can find us on SoundCloud or, or just uh, our episodes at opposingmedia.com. So download this episode that you're already apparently listening to from downloading it. Please do. And We've got, what, one, two minutes left uh we're we're gonna uh, round it out with some good old classic improv uh world's worst world's worst way to lose consciousness joe Man, these guys at Opposing uh, Media are pretty good. Uh, world's worst uh, ways to lose consciousness. Uh, from uh, your dad? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I got one. I thought, oh, this, we're joking. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought we were just h- talking. How about uh, laudanum overdose uh, sure. from gentlemen <laughs> kidnappers? Of course. <laughs> world's worst ways to lose consciousness. Uh, on a date. That's just a terrible time. <laughs> Put that out, darling. There. Yeah. Would you do me the honor? <laughs> Will you? Ma- <laughs> and then a blow to the head took him right out of the game. I would have to say, uh, prison solitary confinement, forehead wall slamming, which I've seen in a lot of different movies. Like when you can't get high. Worth just, it. Uh, blam. 
Yeah, I got to get my fix somehow. Well, uh, let's uh, move on to the next one we got. And world's worst long distance relationship upkeep way. I can't oh, talk yeah. the English language. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, communicate only worst through Twitter. Way to keep, yeah. Uh, okay. Worst way to keep up a long distance relationship. All right. right. Thank you. World's worst. Twitter based relationship. I'm going to throw that one out there. Um, just sending. Smoke signals. Just uh, uh, dick pics. Uh, cybering. <laughs> cybering, but not in real time. So you just record your end of it totally on your own, imagining their responses, and then send that video. Carrier. Demanding voicemail only. <laughs> Carrier pigeon. Um, <laughs> just sending like video video, <laughs> video uh, answering machine messages of you just like cybering <laughs> by yourself yeah. or with another girl um, <laughs> oh, well you weren't oh, you weren't available honey oh, so I found a girl too I've never met her here's, and on that dishonorable note some, we are opposing media thank you so much for listening KWTF 88.1 FM yeah. good night check us out opposingmedia.com we all love you we all